0: Stand by for action.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Punk Tide podcast. Episode, I don't know, 230 something maybe. 230 Two,
2: something. Yes, that sounds 230
1: good. 230 something? Yes. Like the old TV like that old dramatic TV show, 30 something, Yeah, you know?
2: We have got a lot something. of shows in the can. We, we, do. Are, we are recording like crazy, Tom. Recording Just like in time crazy.
1: for Pride Month, Neil. We have a bunch of shows in the can.
2: <laughs> Good God, man. Seriously. Man, I really
1: <laughs> went for the low-hanging low fruit there, didn't I? Sorry, guys. A low-hanging that fruit? Was-
2: That's even worse. Thanks yes. for that, Tom.
1: That's <laughs> exactly. great. Just adding insult to injury. <laughs> yes, sir. Anyway, so so you can, of course, complain to us at punktillidei77 at Gmail or punktillidei on the Facebook group. Um, Neil, I remember when we first started doing this podcast... Somebody we really didn't know reached out to us that had started a new record label, and, and he kind of offered – I don't know if you remember this or not, but he kind of offered to be like our Southern California correspondent. Do you remember that? I do
2: not, but that doesn't do, surprise do me. That? I don't remember do anything. you remember, remember that anything.
1: mystery guest before I introduce you? Do you remember that? He's shaking his head yes. Okay. Um, so, and, and I decided, and we've actually had him on twice before. This is his third time. He's now a diamond member of our club. Or I don't know what it is. <laughs>
2: yes, he, he gets a member's jacket or what members. only. Exactly. Jacket. We were discussing
1: yes. that a member's only jacket actually yeah. <laughs> from the eighties. My mom still has, my. Closet probably. <laughs> um, so, uh, but, but I, this time I was like, you know what? We really need <clears throat> that Southern California correspondent because neither of us went to punk rock bowling. So, and, and, Man, all was, So all we got was like the stuff that was being posted online, which was a combination of people saying it was the best thing ever and people just straight up bitching about it. Yep. So I thought we'd walk the middle road and get some real insight. So we're real happy to have with us our friend Jason Richardson, or, or Richie as we try to call him, back with us for his third visit. How you doing, man?
0: I'm doing great, man. Thank you for uh, having me
1: return once again. <laughs> always, it's always a pleasure. So before we get into Vegas, of course, Jason runs uh, Garage Rock Records. Put out I, boy, what was our number two or number one or number two album last year, right, Neil? You know the Slaughter Boys record?
2: Yeah, I think it was my number one and your number two, I believe.
1: Yes. Oh embarrassing. <laughs> one and a half. <laughs> one and a half exactly. It was like a tie with that and the and the Ravagers record.
2: Hey hey, and you'll love this, by the way, Jason. When we just had our um our Joey Ramon birthday bash, obviously in Logansport, Indiana last weekend. And a dude uh i think his name was chris right the guy from normal illinois he showed up that we don't really know particularly well and he was yeah yeah, yeah, young young kid wearing a punctual eye sweatshirt which was nice but under the punctual eye sweatshirt he was wearing a slaughter boys t-shirt how about that
1: excellent
2: yeah excellent here we go uh,
1: we should have confirmed (laughs) we should have confirmed if maybe he heard them through us maybe he didn't i know i
2: I, i assume he did I mean,
1: there you go. You know,
2: yeah. He drove all the way yeah, to, right. to hang out with us, so I, I There you go.
1: Did, yeah. <laughs> so, so that was your big that was your big release last year. You did you did two releases last year. Um. Well, uh, technically, y- y-
0: y- well, yes. No, actually, um, the Slaughter Boys the LP came out in August, uh, or September, and then um, I actually released a cassette um early this year uh January of uh, uh, a ba- post punk band from Sweden called uh, Cut City That's right.
1: Okay. Yeah. I think we I think we talked about them last year. Yeah. Yep.
0: Um it had been recorded and it was due to come out but it actually got pushed back a little bit further just cuz now that things are kind of getting back, but at the time the vinyl situation was, you know, every we've talked about it a hundred times yeah, already. Sure. It's, it's crazy, but um so now that things have kind of calmed down, we're we're looking ahead for shorter wait times and more productivity.
1: So, Don't tell me the cassette pressing plants were backed up. That would be the <laughs> ultimate in desperation, right? Oh <laughs> no,
0: it was actually amazing because it it took no time at all. It was like really the most time was me actually getting the art together and stuff Ah. and before and the pressing plant was in canada and they were the nicest people to deal with and they're like sure we'll take your order and i think i had everything back in you know three four weeks no time so
2: now are you still are are you still going to put that out on vinyl or is it just going to be a cassette only
0: um right now just seeing how it does um the band's actually already recording again, so um, if there's enough demand for it, we will. If not, we'll probably move on to the next one.
1: Gotcha. So there's enough demand for it? Yes. If not, eight track needle, <laughs> <laughs> reel to reel, yes. Flop- floppy disk. Actually. So what? What are we looking at in 2023? Uh, so you got other things on the horizon, or are you? Uh, what, what are you up to in your in your business dealings? <clears throat> well. Um,
0: As I mentioned earlier, in past conversations um, and postings, uh, I actually was afforded the opportunity to open up a small, um, I wouldn't say, I will say storefront. Um, Right a block away from my house is a kind of like a vintage mall, and their record guy in there decided to move out and I had been bugging them for quite some time. So it's not the biggest space, but you can get a lot of records in a small space. So, um, and basically I don't pay, I pay for a site and then they take a small commission and I don't have to pay employees or do any of the work. So, um, it's, it's kind of a win win where they kinda of hold all my inventory and I get to have one of the best punk and alternative hardcore selections in Long Beach. And uh doesn't really cost me anything and I don't my, I don't have to hear my wife um complain about there's records in the closet, there's records <laughs> in the office, there's Records in the garage, it's like, <laughs> it, oh, I have one centralized kind of point, and uh, yeah, so it makes everything, you know, I have, I don't know if you can see to the right of me, like half stock here, which makes it real convenient, and then, um, you know, everything else is at the storefront, so it makes so, it really, you
1: So, uh, theoretically, I order a record, you go, oh, crap, you gotta walk down the block and grab it and bring it back to your house and put it in a box, or...
0: I grab one of the hounds, and we go for a block walk, and um, gotcha. yeah, so everybody's happy.
1: So, so my, my, my wife and I love to shop at those places, you know, like the antique multi-places. Like, sometimes it's just entertaining. We just walk around and look at stuff. Sometimes we buy something, sometimes we don't. I can't imagine how thrilled I'd be if I came across a store that had, like, specialized vinyl. Because <laughs> usually it's just, like, 45s from the 60s if you're lucky enough to find any records at all, you know?
0: Well, the super rad thing is it's a... It's a it's female owned female run, and it's kind of curated you know to um, young females that are in, you know into the whole vintage vibe. Mm. They have a definite kind of you know 70s, um thing going on for them, but specifically, I'm you know my spot caters to their boyfriends and husbands
1: <laughs> while they're walking around shopping, they can be fed into the records, yeah.
0: Exactly. So, um, and it's it's doing pretty well right off the get go. So oh, I'm hoping that summer is going to be good, and it just keeps you know keeps the inventory and the the label going, and um, it just kind of funds the next day. And that's kind of just what I'm about is just kind of keeping everything going.
2: So, so. You, so that are are you your, s- is that kind
0: of been your are you are you selling uh, used or new or both? I've got uh Limited use, most of it's uh, most of it's new and to be honest with you, I'm just kind of thinning out a lot of my old collectible stuff as well. so um, a lot of my you know stuff from all my years is available as well hmm. and doing you know uh, label stuff and doing consignments and kind of just uh, a distro for whoever wants to be represented
1: and yeah very cool Mm -hmm. so is that kind of what Benway you've been up to so you've been kind of labels being neglected while you work on that basically is what the vibe (laughs) i'm getting
0: i would not say neglected i
1: just had to you know with uh
0: after the slaughter boys put out their record um or i put out the record um they kind of took a we did one like Release show at Alex's, and that was with Lions Law, and it was a great show. Oh yeah, yeah, great French
1: um, French hardcore band.
0: Yeah, and we had a good turnout, <clears throat> and then Casey's up in Portland now, so they kind of took a little break, um, and then Chris, the bass player that you you had both of them on previous yep. episode, uh, he got married, so there was a lot of like time off, you know, for them to plan. And so, uh, they took a little hiatus, and now they're uh, booking, they're back booking, and I think mm-hmm. they've got a, a, a tour of Mexico coming up, believe mm-hmm. it or not. So, that's something that uh, we're looking forward to. So, we're getting back to pushing that record. I know the last time I spoke to him, he had a couple songs that they were going to um, get ready to record as well, so... Hopefully be looking to put something out from them again pretty soon. Excellent. And uh, just uh, pushing that album still, it's it's I think it's fantastic and it's the reason why I wanted to work with them. And um, got a couple of other um, possibilities that I've been talking about and um, Any
2: any any new gross polluter coming down the block anytime soon?
0: Yeah, that's what the
1: world needs. That's what the yeah. world needs well, a new gross polluter.
0: Um, it, it's, to be honest with you, I don't foresee it in the near future. Um, you just had, um, Mick from Scumpert Yobbs.
2: Yep. yep, yep. A couple
0: couple episodes ago and, um, he took half of Gross Polluter with them. So, Ah. uh, Tim and Ted are, um, jamming with them. Um, and they just had a... I know that there was an album's worth of material recorded. Um, the guitarist, John, um, ended up getting, uh, having twins at mm. the ripe age of 65, I think. Or Jesus.
1: So. <laughs> Boy, so, the guy's a regular uh, Robert De Niro, huh?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so they have, they just have stuff going on. So, um, I hope I, I love that band. I support them wholeheartedly. And um, Ted's back in the generators now. He just did um, some shows with them at Punk Rock Bowling. Um, he's got Scunthorpe Yobs going. So they're all they're all doing bigger and
1: better things. And mm. so we shall see. And of course. I was gonna say, I'm sorry, Neil. Go ahead. No, go no,
2: no, no, no. I was.
1: I was gonna say you. Uh, you, you're, you're playing a new band too, right? That's you gonna lead us to our first, to our first song. So, what's the deal with your new band, and what are you guys up to?
0: Uh, <laughs> um, it's, it's rad. I mean, it's definitely different than anything I've done in the past. Um, I've always been really drawn to, um, female fronted, you know, punk. Mm-hmm. Uh groups and then as i've gotten older i just really soaked up the whole post-punk vibe and um and then so it was like a perfect merger of the two um and pre-covid there was a band called white murder that was touring around They're they're actually on like razor cakes label and um, uh they're just super cool dual full female vocals and Marianne, um, the singer, one of the singers um, is she sang in jail weddings and a um, couple other bands and just has a, an amazing voice. And uh, pre-COVID, I, I just remembered, I was like, hey, I, if there ever, after White Murder broke up, I was like, if there's ever an opportunity, you know, I'd love to jam with you. I love your voice. I love what you do. Um, she... She was in Jail Weddings, which was a bunch of friends from my old bands, um, and and friends just growing up, so it just, uh, you know, and so I didn't hear anything from her, and then COVID happened, and and then I just got a phone call last, uh, August, I think, last September, she's like, hey, we're looking for a bass player, and, um... So I showed up and I really, like, we knocked out one or two songs first day. Um, also features another female vocalist, um, Veronica, who played in the uh, Raps- uh, Raps- Lou from um, members of, like, LaShock, and I'm not sure you know, what the wife's um, previous band was, but kind of just all Long Beach locals, and then um, tr- had tried out an, uh, the first drummer didn't work, so we tried out another drummer, and I knew her from when I was in Cat Party. Um, our bands had played together, and she was in the a band called the Bell Haunt, and that's Red. So, uh, I'm actually the only guy in the band, hmm. and I have three powerful, um, females, and it's awesome. It's a, it's a different, um, a different ball game and uh and i I, i'm really happy with where things are going the the first song is um that we wrote all together was parasite and um it sounds like this
2: cool let's listen to that next code parasite jason's band uh hex
1: code so do you have a release uh, now we have a release or you just got a couple songs floating around uh we
0: just did two songs um we recorded at a a friend's back in my hometown um studio he um did us a tremendous favor because we were really you know chomping at the bits to get something out um we have plans to go into a recording studio same guy that um dean reese that put out the recorded the slaughter boys stuff he's down in san diego that's john reese from rocket and um hot snakes and all that's his brother he's got a studio down there the singing serpent and uh he does awesome stuff so uh, looking forward to working with him yeah we've got seven or eight songs to be recorded so
2: so this band that I'm, find, I'm finding on Apple Music, there's a band called Hex Code that have a couple of singles out. That's not you guys,
0: no. I, I guess there was one previous, like an older, thousands band, oh six, oh eight, somewhere around there.
2: This is now. These are two releases from twenty twenty one. It says, mm. "Uh oh."
0: <laughs> then that's news to me. I didn't do my due diligence. Yeah.
2: You're gonna have to call yourselves Code Hex or something. Bossy time. <laughs>
0: Possibly.
1: Or they can uh, can take it up with the girls. We'll see who wins. There you go. go. See, I thought it was you. Uh, You remember, I don't know if you guys were watching much MTV in the mid-80s, but remember those Robert Palmer videos where he'd wear the suit? Oh, yeah. The girls in the background? That's why I'm picturing our man Richie's like playing his bass with all these, like, uh, (laughs) (laughs) no.
0: (laughs) That's Uh not the look to go for. No, dude. You're in trouble, Tom. no, no. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i love these girls but i just sit in the back i let them i let them take charge they're, there you go they're, they're good they're good at what they do so
1: so excellent so we're gonna plan on at some point we're probably gonna get a garage rock records release from from Hexcode. i imagine yeah let's hope so yeah it sounds so, cool. yeah I'm uh,
0: i i'm excited the new material it's like um it's definitely has that kind of gothic-y you know post-punk feel but then there's Still little spouts of, uh, you know, Bikini Kill, Ratmobile, you know, that kind of edge to it. So, um, but I, I'm, I'm really happy. It's, it's, and, you know, our first show was sold out with, uh, we opened for Agent Orange, and it was an incredible way to start it. And we've had really good opportunities since then. Um, we just played with Tijuana Panthers here locally. That was just bananas. And uh, we're doing a residency show with Clown Sounds, which is Todd from Recess. Um, mm. So good things are really kind of starting to, you know, happen. So, already that's cool, man. Getting that's some cool. local radio play already and on no uh, KXLU. And,
1: yeah, it's been it's been pretty good so far. Well, that's cool, man. All right. Before we – because I do want to get to Vegas. Like, like, I knew this was going to happen. I should have known. This is going to be like a five-hour <laughs> episode. I got a feeling. So <laughs> – before, so you do a course mail order, and I just want to remind people: if you Google Garage Rock Records, it'll come up. I can't remember; There's a hyphen in there somewhere, right? It's garage, it's garage rock records dot com dot com. Yep. And if you order from from Richie, remember to put PTID in there. I've done this at least two or three times, and he he will knock ten percent off. And uh, so, anyway, I just want to remind people of that so.
0: Well, one, before, and I haven't changed any of my prices since I've gotten the, the pop-up shop, or, you know, the shop, as you would say. But, um, you know, I, I, I have I try and keep my prices really reasonable because I didn't have the storefront, so I passed on the cost. And then because I, you know, I think you two are pretty swell guys, so, you know, I added in the discount. And total, thus far, I think I've had six people actually utilize the code. Well, if I if I have
1: used it two or three times, that means yeah, yeah, that
0: that, you know do the.
1: Listen, (laughs) listen, you cheap bastards! Go online and order something. All right.
2: Well, well, well. well, Here's something I ordered from there. I ordered from there, and I didn't use the code because I wanted him to get all. Uh, (laughs) How would you like them? How would you like that, Tom? I'm not cheap at all. Are are you drinking beer? Me? No, I'm drinking. No, Richie,
0: are you drinking beer? No, are you kidding? I'm so pickled after the last week. Well, that's I, what drink, I what It looks like you're no sparkling blackberry lemonade.
1: Wow! Wow! Yeah,
0: that's I, hey. I took the last twenty four hours off. I was just like, I mean, dehydrated beyond. Sure. I
1: mean, no, <clears throat> no, I get that. So, okay, so tell us, tell us about your whole experience. When, when did you? What day did you? So, you went to parkour bowling. What day did you take off?
0: I took off. I left because I'm a, a early to rise um, employee so I'm normally at work at 5 so I
2: oh yeah you and me both
0: so I left my house in Long Beach at 4.30 in the morning on Thursday
1: so you're driving
0: and and I drove I got there in 3 hours and 45 minutes so I pulled into town just shy after 9.15 I think
1: people are still going to bed
0: right (laughs) And so I wanted to get an early go at it, just get settled and be able to relax because I already I I knew kind of I already had an agenda mapped out, and so I just a little bit enjoy the calm before the storm. To say I'm sorry, so that was and Thursday,
1: uh, or Friday. You said that was Friday. That, that was Thursday.
0: Oh, Thursday. So you had a so, whole day with
1: nothing because nothing starts till Friday, right?
0: No, 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 no. So let's just start right off the bat. I got sure. here and full side Thursday night.
1: Uh, oh, one tickets. more, one more question, dude. One more question. Did you go like with buddies, or did you go with your wife, or did you go by your? What kind of trip are we talking about here? Are we talk about a wife trip, or are we talk about a buddies trip, or are we talking about a?
0: Well, okay, so so, so here's the 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 brunt of it. Um, initially, before when the before the tickets even became available. Uh, Slaughter Boys were actually supposed to be on, and mm. i saw I saw an itinerary um Casey showed it to me, and they were on the brief show and then somehow some way they got knocked off, mm. but I went out there as to rep the label and to sure. promote and support them so after the tickets were bought and everything that's when I found out that somehow something happened and they were taken off. Or so did the club show start
1: Thurs. The club show start Thursday night already.
0: Yeah, the club show. So the first actual club show, the first band um, was Zeke. Then it was, um, oh my god, uh,
1: it was the Dead Boys thing, right?
0: Yeah, it was the Zeke and Dead Boys um, with. God, you made me think about it real quick. The dwarves, you know, like, the
1: dwarves, the dwarves. I dwarves. saw was, uh,
0: those were yeah. Gosh. Um, so that was Thursday, man. You want pickle? You all pickle. So that was Thursday night. <laughs> yeah, that was the beginning of it all, and everything's kind of been like a slur, slow blur, um, going from. It. When you add that combination of the heat, the booze, you know, and everything else, it was, yeah. it was you know, it made for a long weekend. Um, so that night was pretty fantastic. Zeke came out just right as soon as the, the, the curtains opened,
3: blaring.
0: I, I love that band, and uh, yeah, um, they 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 just were relentless. They played forty five minute set, mm. and they must have played thirty two songs
4: because
0: <laughs> Jesus. They, they did not stop.
1: They are I, a fast band, they, Neil. They play crazy fast. Crazy
0: fast. They play, they play crazy fast. There was maybe a breath between songs um, about the 14th or 15th song. Uh, this, you know, basically, this is a song about our fucking president, and then right into the next song. Yeah. Um, it, 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 there was uh, no holds barred and pretty high high intensity, so it was amazing. Um and probably a good spot to play the first song.
1: Want yeah, to do that? Let's next... do it. Yeah. What, what's... Let's... Sure. Let's what do the main line
0: from Zeke for sure.
1: Okay.
2: All right. Zeke with main line. All right. Running off the main line. Fucking main line. Running off the main line. All right.
3: Drink and stand down, all right You think you bad Beeping on the man I was out about. Running up the main line The fucking main line Running up the main line, all Running up the main line The fucking main line Running up the main line, alright. All
2: right, that was uh, Zeke with Mainline. And you're you're not the first person to say that. I saw somebody else review or uh, talk about Punk Rock Bowling, and they said Zeke was their favorite band of the mm. of the uh, of the whole thing. Wow. Actually,
0: it was it was just yeah. it really was just such a powerful way to really you know start off the weekend. I was like, oh, this is how it's going to be, you know. Like,
2: now where, did, where did Yeah, they what was the venue? Was it one
0: of? Oh, they played at the uh, Fremont Country Club. Okay. Uh,
1: okay, that's which one of the bigger ones, good, right?
0: It's a good sized venue, I'd say. Probably, you know best guess, between eight 800 to maybe 1,000 people. Oh, so pretty,
1: okay, like, good size.
0: It's a good size. I, I mean, eh, yeah, it was pretty spread out. Plus, there was a lot of in and outs. And then it, it actually shares a wall with the, uh, uh, I think it's, like, the backside, boat, um, uh, I can't remember, the other club. They they literally share a back patio. Mm. So, mm. Um, and that was split up. And so, and then the dwarves played. they were great. Um, you know, and I have to uh, w- say that one of my favorite episodes of, of recent was definitely, there's been some notables, but between the, the black Dahlia and the, um, the Hiawatha Bailey, mm. uh, podcast. Yeah.
2: That was a good one.
0: Those, yeah. th- those two, like, I mean, really resonated with me, but, um, uh, But the dwarves just—they killed it. They they, were—they—they played all the all the goodies, and there was high intensity and just such a great show. And then Dead Boys came on, and uh, I'll be honest with you—I was feeling good, and I just couldn't
1: hang around after like three songs.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that 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 new touring version of the Dead Boys well, really just not doesn't much, really not cut much it.
1: Eye candy in that group, I'll tell you that.
0: Well, you know what, you know what it was for me. I think is when we were all standing in line to get in. The singer walked by, like to go down Fremont, like as if you know, and he just rocked solo, and he just looked like he was on a mission to just go get destroyed. But he just he looked worse off than I did. You know, five <laughs> days later at the end of punk rock balling, and that was. That was first night, so I was like, "Oh boy!"
1: But I never He's trying to be stiv- been- Vaders, dude. He's trying to be stiv- right? Vaders.
0: Yeah, I, I I don't know. It it wasn't my favorite act, so I'll I'll just put it put it there. And I had seen Dead Boys really kill it before, especially at Alex's. And um, I know that they played that that following Sunday at Alex's, uh, coincidentally, and everybody seemed to enjoy him But I don't know. I there was something just. Lackluster
1: that that first night. Yeah. Cheetah looks like they had to get him out of his coffin to play, doesn't he? I mean, he's. he's I think they ri- literally rolled him out of a wheelchair. It was,
0: and that kind of was like a rolling, no pun intended, but theme of of yes. the the whole thing. It was just like, uh, oh my gosh, I, I there, it it was the, you know, the feeling. The first night was like, wow, you know, a lot of energy. You know, I could relate to you know the age of the crowd a lot of you I mean people knew the lyrics um you know they're just high intensity and then so that kind of wrapped up the first night and then the next night uh,
1: friday um so you just chill by the pool which, all day, or you never did tell us? Did you bring which, your wife? Well, did you bring your wife, or did you go with a buddy, or? How did you? No, actually, well, I went with the
0: intention to, you know, just go with the label, and so I rolled solo. But I oh, you were solo. Okay. okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that's why I kept telling you guys, you know, meet me out there, come out there, we'll have a beer. Ah, uh, maybe
1: next year, man.
0: Maybe next year. You guys, t-
2: which, which hotel? Which hotel we you staying At
0: so I did um, the Golden Nugget. I, Part of the okay. um, the package that they initially yeah that was
2: one of the that was one of the hotels it right? was one of the, the hotels the nugget or the yeah
0: yeah so um, if you like big black crickets that's the one to stay in uh, they, <laughs> they they shockingly come out of the walls in pipes wow. everywhere
1: Jesus um, Christ <laughs> are you sure you're know, on LSD or something I'm getting some strong uh, <laughs> naked lunch vibes here no
0: it was, um, I was I was. Definitely um, creeped out, you know. And I'm not a bug kind of guy, but <laughs> that's crazy
1: because uh, those places are pretty nice, you know. I mean, they're not like I, super fancy, but they're pretty nice, huh?
0: Well, well, let's just say that I switched rooms after the because that was the when I okay. Here's the brunt of it. <laughs> I checked in, checked into my room, and opened up the bathroom door, and there was three dead crickets on the ground, and I said,
1: "Yeah." no well they're already and, dead dude i mean at that point you're clear right
0: yeah, but, I, but it's like you're
1: <laughs> the room's supposed to be clean
2: you know, tom
0: Yeah, your hotel room <laughs> is just serviced by you know whoever and then so i'm like well i paid a lot and i you know paid for the vip package and that oh, we'll talk yeah. about that we'll t- talk about that in a moment but um so we get so i go down and i'm like hey i i'm don't even know if this room's been touched. Can you give me another room? So they put me on the twenty-second floor, which is the top floor. Mm. I was like, "There's no way." And sure shit, within two days, there's crickets in the room. So I just the place must be infested. I don't know, <laughs>
2: but damn, dude, that's crazy. Huh. Yeah.
1: So I that was remind, I- remind
2: me to stay at the Golden Nugget. I guess we I
1: guess the Downtown Grand wasn't that bad, didn't you?
2: Yeah, downtown Grand will be where we definitely stay.
1: <laughs> oh, you know what?
0: Surprisingly, we went there. Oh my god, that was the other thing. So that was Friday. Um, that was for the check-in. So you do the you get the VIP package. Not only do you get all supposedly all the bells and whistles, but you are supposed to be able to, you know, you get a poster and a shirt, and they kind of give you all your mm-hmm. drink tickets and blah blah blah, and you know, we get there and. Uh, Basically, you know, they had advertised it ten to two. I showed up at like twelve forty, and they're like, "We're closed." You know, the ATM's not working. This isn't working. This isn't hooked up. It's so. Oh, Jesus. It was just, um, yeah. It was just uh, there was I. I kind of understand why I you you know, um, kind of. Gave the idea that people had, can, you know, had been complaining, and there's well, on the
1: BYO. There's a there's a, like a Facebook page, like the BYO Punk Rock Bowling page, and there was a lot of bitching going on about a lot of different things that seemed it, like there was some structural issues.
0: There, there, there definitely was. Uh, you know, it's punk rock,
1: so you can't complain too much. And you're okay, in- okay, 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 Richie, it's punk rock, but tell us how much your VIP ticket cost. Um.
0: Well, you know, to be honest with you, I, I think it was, the whole package was like 500 for for the three days, and that included the VIP access or whatnot. So yeah. in, in in retrospect, it was definitely...
1: So that's a lot of money, you know? though. I mean, so you could say it's punk rock, but the fact of it is when you're laying out that kind of money, it's not like you're at a $15 club show. You know what I mean? It's It's... It's a significant uh, layout. It,
0: it is. It is an investment, but for considering that I knew I was going to be there for the amount of days, sure, um, and what they were offering as what you were supposed to be like the the get, um, it definitely. I I was like, oh, it makes worth. Plus, you know, when you there's included drinks into it, so yeah, I'm like, that's, well, that, that's I'll,
1: ten bucks a piece right there. Yeah.
0: You know. Plus, you know, I'm a I am a good tipper, so I tend to. Add a lot to it, but it, you know, I just the, minusing that. I applied that to what I would have spent, and knowing that there's the shade, the um, there was supposed to be misters, and I would never saw one. Um, and we're like in the desert, so you know, just ninety five degrees and sweltering. But yeah. who would who would think about putting a mister out? Um, yeah. <laughs> but for the people that didn't and paid the regular price, it was like. That was money well spent. Uh, the view alone, you're kind of center to both stages. And um, there was couches. And uh, not to say that there wasn't the passed out punks, which was another page on um, punk rock volume. I have yes. some contributions yeah. to that. But, yeah. But
1: So you don't have a problem with it. You, you thought the VIP was overall. You didn't have a problem with having the VIP.
0: I, the first day on on Friday was a shit show. The, even in the VIP, it took an hour to get drinks. There was no credit cards for a moment. Um, like I said, it, they completely oversold the VIP Friday. No, what, what,
1: what was Friday? Because the bands, the main, the big stages didn't go on Friday. That was just like another club show, or what was Friday? No, uh,
0: or was it? No, that was Saturday.
1: I was going to say because the I, bands, I take that the main yeah, doesn't
0: start till. Yeah, the main. I kind of jumped ahead on myself but the main show uh, Saturday night was Bad Religion and ah. uh that was really it was awesome the the bands the lineup that, that night and I I'm sorry you're going to have to bear with me No that's but, right
1: did I, you go to did you go do a show on Friday night then
0: Um yeah that's what I'm trying to look up I I have Well, my you recollection, are brained huh Oh, I it, dude! After six days, it was just, and then I threw in the punk rock museum on top
1: of it.
4: Oh, which I hear a about whole that, other. Stuff. Hmm.
1: It, but, but let's all so, in all. Sorry. So Friday night, who'd you go see? Did you figure it out yet? Uh,
0: Friday night, I believe, was Youth Brigade, um, Swingin' Utters, and the Side Eyes. Um, uh, what a great show! Uh, once again at the Fremont um, Country Club. There's a band. I'm not sure if they're from LA or they could even be Long Beach. Um, But it's a female-fronted hardcore band, which is funny. Um, It's not funny, but uh, they've been getting a lot of push and a lot of play. So when I saw them added to the list, I was like, "Oh wow, Um, you know, okay, you know, I'll, I'll have to go check them out." And I did a little research, and I it turns out that the the young female is the daughter of one of the Go Go's, and hmm. the and her, the father is Jeff McDonald from Red, Red Cross. So it's kind of I don't want to say it's nepotism, but you know they definitely had a, a, a lead into getting in. But they, yeah. they
2: Which band was this? Which which band?
0: Uh, the Side Eyes. And they were Side they eyes. were really okay. good, and um, they do a rad cover of um, "Don't um, Don't Talk to Me" by
1: The mm-hmm. Eyes,
0: the old Danger House band. So I is think that was
1: that, the, is that the one that same the one that Gigi Allen covered later. Was that "Don't Talk to no.
0: Me"? I oh. think it's the same title, but I think they're different I think they're okay. different okay. songs. So
1: okay. there's
0: a Gigi version, and then The Eyes. Um, And uh, they did a good cover of that, so I think that would be a good opportunity to check them out.
1: Let's do it, Neil.
2: Okay, side eyes with don't talk to me. Was side eyes with don't talk to me so that was a club show on friday night right so who who was it? he's okay so youth brigade were headlining you said
0: youth brigade headlined um
2: how was how was how were they because the last time we saw them i don't think you were impressed I was with a little, when you saw a little
1: I, I was not super impressed two years ago when we saw them outside i just didn't think they were I didn't think they were very tight and I thought they were, I I didn't really care for the set. So, uh, I'm, I'm curious what you thought of them because it's, everything's better in a club obviously than sitting out, you know, four o'clock in the afternoon outside.
4: Um,
0: I thought they brought it, uh, they've been, they played a couple of recent shows. Um, they played Alex's, I think a week or two before. And, um, the last couple of times I'd seen them really consistent. Mm. Um, it did, i i just i i thought i thought they slaughtered it they they did a great job played everything that everybody wanted to hear they um they started off with violence and um you know it, it just really set the the tone the pace mm-hmm. the the swing and utters played before them and uh I had not seen them in quite some time and uh I was thoroughly impressed by their their delivery as well mm-hmm. um before I'd really enjoyed. Um, seeing them, I, I God, I'm trying to remember, I mean, it'd probably been 10, 12 years since I'd seen them last. Um, hmm. so, and I think that there was some, a little bit of, you know, uh, lineup change, but they, they, they brought the heat. So, That's uh, cool.
4: Friday, Friday night was just.
1: I'm glad to hear that Youth Brigade was good. I didn't want, I just, I didn't want to not be impressed by what I saw. Matter of fact, that was the only time I'd ever seen them, so I kind of had high expectations, and I was just kind of so. I'll, maybe I'll get another chance.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I think they, Sean just wanted to kind of get his thing done, and then you know focus on partying the rest of the time. Because
4: mm.
0: I don't know if he was around when people were like calling on the phone, going, "Hey, what the fuck." Kind of thing,
4: so
0: you know that's that's still to be determined. We're trying to figure out if he was present or not. So, so,
2: um, so with with those with the uh, club tickets you had, were those included in the VIP price? No,
0: but what happens is, is when you purchase the VIP package, you are allotted um, the fir- you know the first to get in. So you have priority okay, yeah, when yeah, the yeah, tickets sure. go on sale. And so, and that was the. Th- you know, I'm a, my only real gripe about the whole layout and setup is like, um, is the amount of shows is so incredible, and I love the opportunity to see all the different types of bands that they kind of pair and match up. But it's like on Friday, there's eight club shows on Saturday. There's eight club shows. And so there's really the whole competing factor of which one you have to prioritize because it's not like there's two clubs that are adjoined. So it makes it convenient if you buy the two tickets and then you can kind of go back and forth, which I mean you double the price, but you have that ability, Mm -hmm. but everything else is a, you know, there's one spot that's a 15 minute walk away. So it really kind of limits when you when you have a you know like myself have a diverse um, taste in music and and you want to kind of get a piece of it all, it's kind of limiting in that um, in in that in that way where if you make a, a choice you're kind of stuck with it, um, and the shows were just so eclectic you know um, so it kind of fulfilled a different a lot of different lights so
1: so saturday you get up did you go to the pool party on saturday uh, um i got up
0: on saturday and was still kind of saturday was the one day that i felt like the worst that was like, your that was your hangover day that was my hangover day but that's pretty uh, bad
1: because the main stage just is just getting started on Saturday. Yeah.
0: That was my Excedrin day. That was when I was like, oh, I've got a long night ahead and I need to prep for this because I, you know, I went a little hard. And then, so Saturday at the pool party, an um, uh, 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 actual, uh, I know one of the kids in the band, but this um, kind of Pogues meets Nipple Erector's type band called provos opened. And so they were the opening act at the pool party. I just missed them. I caught them from the outside. Um, and then, um, and I was dealing with trying to get the, the other VIP access. And, um, it was just uh, wrangling. Um, how do I say it? Um, it was dealing with further shit show, Parts of mm-hmm. dealing with the whole punk art balling aspect mm-hmm. of it, um, they didn't have shirts. You couldn't get merch. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was funny. So, um, but the Saturday day shows. I'm trying to. I
1: wanted to. That was. So who is who is the who is the, the pool party headliner? Was that the briefs day? That was Lions Law. Lions Law. That was
0: Lions Law. Oh, Lion's that was Law. Li- Lion's Law was uh, that one? And then, um, I think. Briefs yeah. was the next
1: day, if I, I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah,
2: was Sunday. breach was Sunday, sloppy seconds was I Monday. love yeah.
1: Lion's Law, but to me, they don't scream pool party. You know nice. what I mean? They're like these angry <laughs> French guys. <laughs> yeah, and you're like,
0: dude, how much water can my Doc Martens hold? You know, like, exactly. let's go. I'm just in here sinking. So, um, yeah, but it, Saturday was pretty epic. Um, the The band lineup was...
1: So what, were your high, what were your highlights or how many how many did you go right over i mean did you try to take in the whole day or did you take a break after the we we kind of after a couple days we kind of gave up even trying to get over there early we didn't usually wouldn't go over until two three o'clock
0: um yeah i think it was about two that i went uh, it was about um two because the um looking at the i had to go back to the schedule so I, I must have gotten there about probably 2.45 because I was kind of lingering about trying to get situated, get a beer. And then um, at 3.30, the crowd went on. And I'm a huge fan of the crowd. Jim Kay um, from the crowd and the Stitches is uh, like one of my guitar heroes. So um, I, I, I went
1: there to support. They killed it. Um, now, and, I don't know uh, them super well, but they're like 80s, right? They go back to the 80s, yeah. Uh, late 80s, yeah. 70s, yeah, They have some great songs, I think, oh, okay. Like yeah. 78,
0: 79, possibly. Mm, okay, uh, Huntington Beach Band, um, okay, yeah. they super great and super nice guys. And then, um, uh, I did, I just missed Susie Moon, um, but I just caught uh, Channel 3 and, um. I saw Mike the night before, um, and so I told him, well, yeah, got to take a picture.
1: Be, yeah, I uh, saw that. You put that on our Facebook, on the Pug Facebook page, right? It,
0: and the, Yes, and then I covered, uh, well, I uh, filmed some of it, so I'll try and put that on the page as well. Um, but they just, they knocked it out of the park.
1: They're great, aren't they? Yeah. They
0: were just so good. Played all the hits, and it was really... It was kind of like it was amazing because just coming off the Mike McGran episode and hearing all the stories and so it kind of put everything and then hearing you know the songs that match mm-hmm. stories that was, made it all really like wild and awesome. So I was I was I was pretty taken back by that. It was a good feeling, and then immediately after them was um, this band Surfboard, who I thought. I wasn't a fan of them before, but I thought they really did a great job. Um, I think it's an acquired taste. Another female-fronted band, but the band itself—they were pretty rocking, and um, yeah. And then uh, Fear played, and that was the one that—that that was the really the band I think I came here most to see. And I don't know if you guys saw it, but they had just posted. Before the event itself, that Leving came out and made a statement that you know this is probably going to
1: be going to be done touring soon.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. If not this last one, and they the band was great. They uh, he was great. Uh, He didn't. He never once touched the guitar, so he was kind of just standing around. And I Mm -hmm. will say, I felt like this was it. Um, if, If they play again, I'd be really surprised. Um, and in all all, all honesty because I have so much respect for him but when he forgot where he was I was like oh because he said
2: oh, Jesus he
0: said thank you Los Angeles instead of thank you Las Vegas ah. which is probably an easy mistake to make. but it was just like oh it just Neil and then he's, he's, playing, like, Neil, I, he's I, playing
1: they're playing Reggie's on the 17th of June I'm kind of already committed yeah, to going, going to Milwaukee that day but maybe you ought to consider yeah. going to that
2: well no, no, absolutely not. Because when I someone posted a video of it, and I made the joke, but it really did look like someone's granddad had wanted it on stage, and uh, I, it was just kind of sad looking.
4: It, but it, it, was,
0: I, it was weird. I have to tell you, man, it really like I, I was half so elated and so, um, just amazed at the opportunity that I got a chance to see him. You're like. You know, for the last time.
4: Mm-hmm. Sure.
0: But then, at the same time, I was just so sad because he like he just seems feeble. Like, mm-hmm.
4: um, yeah,
2: that's a good word. Because e- even at the high pants, like an old, like an old man. Oh, you know, yeah, he's oh my god! That's sad. like... You
4: know, like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did, did you, <laughs> yes, had you, like, you see? him before?
0: Oh yeah. I, okay. You know what? And I had seen him. Not even. Oh. They played. I feel like it was in the last three or four years at um, Alex's and he had done one must've been right before COVID. And uh, it was amazing. He was spry and it just seems like uh, it had happened kind of recently or in recent years. Mm -hmm. Um, And and this is to be, you know, I, I I idolize the guy. I think he's done so much and, and I love his music and, Um, but it was just like, it was, it was, it was hard to take serious. Like the one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, you know, from uh, 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 an 80 year old man, you know, it just, it just really felt depleted. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: So I, I, I'm not, I don't want to talk any more bad because I, I, I got so much from it and I, I just respect him so much, but it's just one of those, like, this is, this is it.
1: You know, yeah, no, I I totally, I totally get that because I, I, man, I literally just listened to the record today again for the fifteenth millionth time. You know, I yeah, uh, so, but yeah, he's playing Chicago in June and they're doing a run of shows, but they only, it's not like a tour, like a week long tour. It's like weekends, you know. So I think. So I wouldn't mind seeing him one more time. I only saw him one time in the late '90s, but I don't think it's meant to be this time. So, I, I, for your sake, I really do hope it was just maybe a bad day.
0: You know what? And let's let's not take out the the actual. I mean, it was fucking 95 degrees out. Yeah. So, you know, it, weather, whatever. See, I, see, I you don't feel
1: you don't you don't feel good about him and Cheetah making a supergroup.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow, <Well, laughs> leaving well, well, Cheetah Chrome and. We'll that talk drummer about from group, MDC last time here. Sure.
0: <laughs> um, but one other honorable mention on the um, Saturday show besides Bad Religion, I'm not a go see Bad Religion in a big crowd kind of guy. I sure. and uh, to be truthful, like uh, I I left halfway through the set. But from what I saw, they brought it. The crowd loved them. They were in it. To me, the highlight of the day for that show though was. You know, rightfully so was fear, but the adolescents—they fucking killed it.
1: Mm. Yeah, they're still real good, right?
0: They were—they just so on, and um, Tony Reflex just—he had the—he had the crowd, you know, playing them in his hand. And I even one of the—you know—somebody yelled out from the crowd, you know, "Why are you wearing a mask?" And he's like, you know, you know, don't fucking talk. Tell me what to do. He just had. Control of the entire um, crowd. Was he, was he
1: singing through a mask?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. like a COVID he's, mask. Um, well, punk slash COVID. Huh, like, I mean, but he's got he's got the same CBGB shirt that he's been wearing for like the last three years.
1: He's kind of and, a hippie, right? Like, like I remember I saw him a few years ago. He wasn't wearing shoes. He's got his hair real long, but he's he's good. No, he was, and he just owned it. And yeah, he's like in his. It's
0: so funny because Brad Logan, who's the bass player now, he was in F Minus. He does um, kind of a a sellers collective here locally called Ear Damage, and uh, Tony was the DJ for an event, and I catch him out front, and we're talking, and I was like, kind of like, what's he doing? And he's like saving little succulent plants off the ground and saving them for you know to replant them, and I was like. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, Hi- hippie
1: for sure, you know. So, so Brad Logan's left over crack too, right? Yeah, uh,
0: well, not not anymore. But he's the uh, full time. He was. for Yes.
1: Okay. Yeah. So and so it's no, funny. He's got the a- same date. We're just talking about Fear playing Chicago. The reason I'm not probably going to that show is we're actually we're getting a rare blast of Southern California punk on tour coming through in June. We're getting descendants the circle jerks and adolescents together and even though i've right. seen all those bands multiple times it's like the sum is greater than the parts so we're actually going to go right. to milwaukee to see that so anyway we might even drag neil up there with us we'll see we'll talk about it later
0: <coughs> well i think you're in but, for a good I, time for sure because they they, cool. they, they they ripped it so le, they, let
4: me, ask you, about, le, le, let me
2: ask you about no, let me ask you
0: i'm sorry go ahead now
2: let me ask you about Bad Religion, because the one thing I heard was lots of people said the sound during Bad Religion set was just awful. Did you uh, think that or not? I'm
0: going to say this. Everything that played on the main... Okay. Yes, I totally agree. Everything that was played on the main stage sounded like balls. Everything that wow. was on the Monster Energy stage was because whoever the sound guy was, was... Utilizing the product and was meticulous and sounded like the, the the side stage sounded the best the whole entire weekend. Um, weird, it was so, it's weird. so weird. So I um and we kept commenting, you know, up at VIV, like because uh, you could hear everything up there, and I think they had separate monitors, and it was like, God, it, it's sounds like shit up here. Um, it, a lot of low ends lot of uh, missed vocals um some of the mics just shut off altogether so
2: wow yeah
0: it was it was left to be more left to be desired for sure
2: Hmm. wow okay
0: and then um so then we get to saturday um club shows and that's that's why i left bad religion early was just to kind of get a little bit of a break get some food and then kind of prep for the club shows and to that night it was why we're in vegas to begin with we we like to gamble and so i had tickets for two shows and i was trying to find you know the reason to go to which one so the two tickets that i had was for the the first show was the antiheroes, the generators, anti- uh, antagonizers, ATL, and hunting lions. And the second show I had tickets for was the slaughterhouse, Alice Bag, and the surprise guest, which everybody found out that day was the Damned. So,
4: hmm.
0: but it wasn't. I, um, so the choice was made. I and I lost um i chose to go see the damned at um the fremont and i told you the other um club venue was 15 minutes away so i was like well i'm not gonna let the tickets just go to waste and i still have like 45 minutes so i'll walk down and i'll stoke out you know a couple people with you know because i even knew ted was playing with the generators that night so but i didn't see him so i couldn't say hi I was like, I'm going to stoke somebody out and, you know, this is courtesy of Garage Rock. Have a good time. Because I wanted to go see the Damned um, in a small environment. Yeah.
1: (laughs) The Damned are great, man. I
0: I, I feel like they're still... I've seen them several times. But every time it's been in this big... You know, I did see them at Alex's. Um, That was pretty incredible. They did two nights there. And that was the way to see it. So I wanted to kind of redo that again. And, uh, so we get there, Alice bags playing; She did a phenomenal set. I, I, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with the bags, but sure. Um, they, I'm uh, not they,
1: super familiar, but yeah.
0: Um, but Alice bag of the bag, she's got a, you know, a, a new band and they were great. And so then, um, the, the curtains open and it's, me first and the fucking gimme gimme.
4: Yeah,
1: Spoiler alert. Yeah, I saw that. And, and,
0: and the the band had canceled uh, because Daveanian De, uh, had a headache or a migraine, and I was like, "Fuck!" Did I make the wrong choice? Mm. So, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I, you know, it, it's just not what I wanted. My choice of the two, if that was the case.
4: Yeah.
0: Um, so I went outside and uh hated on a cigarette because i was so <laughs> mad <laughs> and then um so then i'm like all right well i'll go in and listen for a little bit and as i walk in captain sensible and two of the other bandmates hopped on and they actually did do two damn songs oh, um in the middle of the set but it it just wasn't you know
1: it it was it was a nice try but it's just even kind the of gimmies. A, so like was CJ playing with the Gimmies?
0: Uh, CJ, John Reese from Rocket, um, Spike.
1: Spike I'm and CJ trying. are pretty much the only two names anymore. When I saw them I saw them in Austin last year, and they had one of the maybe from Bad Cop, Bag Cop, or somebody. They had a woman playing with them. She was good. Oh, Stacy uh, D. Stacy right? D. Yeah, I um, think she was playing with them for a little bit. But it's it's. Uh, I mean, it's not even like originally it was just all big name. You know, Fat Mike played bass for him, and it's so it's sort of it's not even like the gimmies like they were even. So Mike didn't play. No, it.
0: it's just it's just Mike and you know the the hired hands, pretty Spike much. And C- so. Yeah, well,
1: and it's it, I enjoyed seeing or C- Spike. Sorry, I, I enjoyed seeing CJ. I mean, I hadn't seen him since I saw Larry like, the Ramones in '95 or something, so that was cool. But <laughs> but yeah, that's. I mean, that would have been an easy choice for me anyway. I've been raving about what a huge anti-heroes fan I've, I've been, and I've never seen them, so I, I definitely wouldn't have ended up over there. anyway. plus that, that hunting lions is a killer band too. That new, new band from those guys. But what are you gonna do, man? Can't cry over spilled milk, right?
0: Yeah, and that's why I was like, you know, saying, you know, I gambled, I, I lost, you know, and, and you you keep rolling in Vegas. So that's right. So then we had the. Um, we had the next day, which was Sunday. Um, I kind of I knew that I was going to see anti-heroes that day, so uh, I wanted to get there early. And so I, I um, after I left early for Me mes had a couple of drinks at the best bar in Vegas, which is the Griffin. If you're ever in Vegas and you're on Fremont, go to the Griffin. Mm. It's 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 dark. It's dungeony. I was hanging out. Uh, uh, Ian from the adolescent I mean, it's just kind of like where all the bandmates all go. Um, they have a rad club in the back. They had a post-punk band in the back. Um, it just stiff drinks, super cheap. And it's just kind of like the dive spot to go. Well, talk
1: about my language, Daniel stiff drinks, super cheap. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> um, so
0: yeah, if you're on. ever there, we'll... I highly recommend the Griffin. It's kind of where all the, you know, the, the CDs go. So, um, <laughs> And then so that got me into um, Sunday, and so I'm trying – I'm looking real quick. Um, surprise uh, – well, the Rough Kids started off on the main stage.
2: Well, di- did you go to the pool party? Did you go to any of the pool parties? I, uh,
0: once again, I got up because you have to walk by the pool party kind of in order to get to the main deal. So I walked by. I'm trying to remember who was – the briefs were the, the, the headline yeah. for that, but I think I walked by, and I think it was Bad Operation was the um, band that was playing at the time. Do not know and that band. I yeah, I don't.
2: Know I, them I
0: didn't know them and I didn't. It didn't. I didn't recognize it. So, um, so I kept moving on, and <laughs> um, yeah. So Rough Kids started out, and then uh, a young, I think another nepotism band. somebody from long beach or surrounding areas it's a kid band called speed of light and they not only had uh a sideshow or the um the what do you call it the um they were not only a main stage but they also were on the added shows so um something's Hmm. going on they were decent i'm still trying to uh, I'm probably gonna get a lot of flack, but it was heavy. Uh, I think they're a brother and sister act, um, family unit, kind of like the, you know, Punk Jackson Five, I guess. Jackson Three,
2: <laughs> the Punk Osmonds. Yeah, yeah,
0: totally. Um, <laughs> uh, I I wasn't feeling it, but like hmm. it could be a multitude of reasons. Um, probably hangover. Who knows? Heat. Um, uh, Playboy Man Baby on the f- main stage um, Surprise I really enjoyed them they played a great set hmm. um, had, never heard of them um, they had Homeboy from Crazy in the Brains hopped up and did a song with them and that was another thing that I okay. actually To a little caveat was um, there was a lot of g- guest singers in the mix and it was kind of Interesting and made it where it was more community, I, mm-hmm. a real feel of that. Like a lot of people were, you know, um, helping each other out and help cross promoting stuff like that. So I thought that that was great. Um, surprise of the day was ended. Um, I, I enjoyed them. They put on a good set. Um, singer was really charismatic. Um, noise was really awesome. Um, straight up, straightforward. Um, street punk.
2: Yes, street punk.
0: Yeah, and uh, I think they're on um, Pirates Press as well.
4: Yep. Uh, Yep.
0: Just retired from the army, I believe, and so is the guitarist. So I think we'll start hearing more from them. That's
2: cool. Yeah, he doesn't play. He he doesn't play bass anymore, does he? He just sings now. I think just
0: sings, and he did. A, yeah, he did a great job. So I was. Stoked about yeah.
2: That. Hey. Hey. So. So let let me ask. So going backwards and well, were you moving? But were you like standing in the crowd, or were you just sitting up in the VIP area?
0: Um. I was kind of all three because it's in and out. Um, the the VIP.
2: Oh, so oh, okay. So that that is a difference then. If you're VIP, you can do in and out. Whereas I think if you just get a regular ticket, I don't think you can do in and out. I think you have to stay there the whole time. Well, you Correct, can't
4: you, know. you, can, you
0: you can't leave the facility, but you can leave the in and out like staging area. So you you can go to the floor of either of the stages. Or oh right,
2: yeah, 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 you yeah. but you can't, you can't leave. The, oh, I see. see, I thought you could actually
1: leave and go out and get outside food and stuff. No, no. They, oh, you can't. No. Oh
2: shit! Even for VIP.
1: Huh. Damn. Yeah,
0: and I, I had, I thought I was going to have a problem with it, but it's pretty, for the most part, they did a good job of like there's there was plenty of food options. Um, if you were outside of VIP, there was
1: plenty of bathroom options. Um, and. There was so what I'm, brother, what I'm reading between the lines, you're paying extra to have crappy bathrooms in the VIP. Is that what I'm getting? Well, they
0: the on Saturday they had the VIP bathroom, the the air conditioned one broke, so they closed it down. So the entire VIP section had three porta potties to um, work with. So it was a little disheartening.
1: That sounds amazing. And, yes. <laughs>
0: yeah so and then so after noise um sloppy seconds they did a great set um did, I used they, to play the,
1: did they play the big stage a little stage
0: they did the uh monster energy stage, the side so, stage, so okay. that was a side stage gotcha. um but they sounded great um you know like they said it was the better of the two sounding stages hmm. um and i did I you get a chance them. to talk to those guys at all or no I didn't. I tried to over by the merch area um, because I worked for Tang years
1: ago. So oh, yeah. I had met them before. Okay. Um,
0: Wait, I, the, Tang it, is
1: you know. definitely one of their favorite topics. Talking about how well <laughs> <Yeah>. Tang <laughs> paid them over the years.
0: <laughs> well, you know what? It's funny. Um, speaking of which, it was right about this time, too. So when I was working at Tang, um, you know, uh, I had a, a, a co worker that. I I love dearly, his name was Ben, and, um, you know, there was a big falling out with him and Curtis, surprise, surprise. Um, It it was over money, surprise, surprise, and payment of services rendered, surprise, surprise. So um, he disappeared, and, you know, we just, I never heard, I searched him out and was looking for him. You know, so for the last twenty five years, it was kind of like this deal, and I'm just standing in a long beer line uh, in the VIP section, and I'm like, "Holy shit, that looks like Ben," and I'm like, "No way!" I thought, you know, I literally thought this guy was dead, and he comes up and he's like, "Jason," and I was like, "No way!" You know, so <laughs> it was a small world. It, it really, it it made it for a really special weekend because. I found a long lost buddy that, you know, so it, it was, it was, um, it, that was worth the price of admission right there alone. But I, other than that, you know, uh, had a, had a great time. It was good to catch up with them and stuff. So it, it, it made it really all worth it. And then, um, uh, Roy Ellis and the agrolites Agrolites was the backing band for Roy Ellis. Um, they killed it. Uh, what is if,
1: what is tra- what is Roy Ellis musically? What is I, I don't know him at all. He was in. I I, I, I always
0: get confused how to say it. The silomac. So um, I can
1: never say it right. What's, what's the style? Is it like reggae or is it?
0: Uh, it it's all traditional dancehall reggae. Um, <laughs> he uh, he was the um, how do I say it? He was like the one of the lead purveyors and skinhead reggae okay so um and he i was cannot gr- i
1: cannot get into that man they're on there are you know there are pals they're on parts press i'm sure they're great guys i just cannot get into i cannot get into the agrolites at all
2: was was he the main guy from Simmerip?
1: yes yes okay yeah all right and um yeah so they did that's you what know, he was trying to say before is that what you were trying to spit out before yes yeah a tongue-tied <laughs> sorry that's um
0: it. but the agri-lights did a good job as a backing band they're you know predominantly from around here so they kind of play
1: right. pretty
0: often so pirates press as well yeah, yeah yes, that's pirates what i was press. saying i don't yeah. want to
1: say anything bad about it. i just can't get it it's just not my it's just not my thing i just it's not, it's not yes. your thing yeah
2: yeah w- hey we should probably play we, we should probably yeah, I sorry yeah no a that's all right
1: it's motivated. our job to put the songs in it's not your job to keep yeah i'm just things.
2: i'm just trying to th- i'm just trying to think of uh because none of the songs that you've picked uh any of the bands that we've just talked about should we should we just throw one in from one of the bands you've just talked about um well especially we, one we of the ones did, i've never really heard of
0: uh we didn't do youth brigade violence we didn't so okay let's Let's do that. do that, and then we can maybe okay. add in another one after that.
2: All right, Youth Brigade with Violent Self, their classic first album. <laughs> was a uh, youth brigade obviously with violence i'm sure you
1: all know that one okay. so i had to i had to sneak out for a p did you mention seeing anti-heroes or are we not that far yet oh no that not was that, that was next and okay uh
0: so the i'd say a tie for top one of the day was um anti-heroes they fucking brought it they just massacred uh right from the um
1: these We're guys are no spring. Them. These guys are no spring chickens either. I mean, they're not. They're not like Neil old, but they're older than you or I. Dude. <laughs> fuck you.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Um, still scary as fuck, too. They, they. I actually ran into the drummer in, in, at the um, the hotel, and I was just like, God damn, dude, he's scary. Uh,
1: <laughs> he's yeah, like sixty years old, but he could still pull off the, like the neck tattoo, scary walking down the hall look, huh? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I was just so intimidated and fascinated at the same time. I was just like, dude, you guys killed it. They were they were just really tight on it. Um, super, super... For a band that supposedly hasn't played in so long... It
1: has like, been 20 years. They,
0: they just came across really polished and they were ready to do some damage. Um, the crowd was really into it. I was really um, amazed at how... What a good response they got! Um, yeah, so I really look to hope hmm. to hear more from them, like playing around and touring again. So,
1: well, they're playing um, Chicago in November, and I'm going to do my damnedest to get down there for that. So, yeah. So, um, and then the other highlights,
0: I'll uh, just kind of because I know I'm getting long-winded, but I'll just kind of breeze through them. Um, Casualties did a great set, not hmm. my cup of tea. Um, not my cup of tea at all, but they brought it. It was uh, if it's your thing, um, the crowd was obviously into them. They played the side stage, and um, I, I was impressed. Like I, it, you know, I, I I'm into different stuff, but they- well,
1: that's the that's the thing with punk rock bowling. And Neil and I both had this experience last year. You have to be kind of open minded because sometimes a band you think is going to be great doesn't do much. But you know, there was definitely a couple sets last year that we weren't anticipating, and like like they were fantastic, like you yeah. that today was one. Last year, we're like, oh my god! I mean, yeah. we're neither oh, of us are yeah. super into it, but they were just amazing. So I, I get that, and you gotta, you know, it's good to stay open minded, right? Just because you yeah, like a band it, doesn't mean they're gonna play a good set, and just because you don't like a band doesn't mean they're not gonna play a good set. So
0: yeah, and I I'm I'm somebody that likes to give credit where credits due. You
1: know, I, I really like to acknowledge, like,
0: holy shit, you know, like. You brought a lot to the table, and I, I can see why people are into them. I just, whatever I've heard recorded, I just didn't, you know, do it for me, but, um, and then next was Face to Face. I was a fan when they, in, I was in high school when they first came out that, brought that No Authority 7-inch um, out, sure. and I think I was probably a sophomore, and that was that was a game changer, you know. These guys from Victorville, you know, yep. that used to wear makeup in a metal band, and now they're doing like... Oh, is that right? I didn't punk, know that. <laughs> and now they're doing like this punk rock thing, and um, uh, they they brought it. I never really got into stuff after um, "Don't Turn Away." Everybody's into like Big Choice and stuff. I
1: oh, I, I kind of went
0: a different direction after that, but. <laughs> and Matt Riddle the original bass player was like one of the guys that like helped reinforce like playing I didn't know you could do punk rock you know playing that fast with your fingers and and so um him not being there like kind of changed my feelings towards them um but they were great they brought it and then um I'm trying to think of what the other GBH um can't talk bad about them. I mean, they brought it. Right. it, was, it I thought was, they were. Yeah, they we were just, phenomenal. Yeah, we yeah just Neil and I both saw them
1: in yeah. club recently. Different clubs, ironically, but yeah, they were. I thought they were great. Uh, it, it just, uh, it, uh, you know, what
0: can I? They did great. You know, <laughs> it, yeah. a really good time. Yeah. Um, you know the other highlight. Uh, I'm not a live Rancid. You couldn't. I wouldn't go and buy tickets to go see Rancid. Like I'll just put it out there, it's not a band I would pay to go see on their own. Yeah. But I was pleasantly surprised, and halfway through the set, the barricade broke. Um, hmm. So they yeah, stopped. Yeah, so what, for like, yeah. they somehow something malfunctioned, something happened, hmm. but it was of grave um, security importance <laughs> that they needed to stop the show. So there was like a twenty-minute inter- intermission, and then that's um, brutal. That is really brutal. Yeah, so it was a hard
1: one. So I think a bunch they of drunk people up. standing around. Uh, <sighs> hey, but you didn't, you
2: didn't, you didn't mention the damned. Now was that was that on purpose? Were they not good or what?
0: Oh, um, d- no! I just got ahead of myself. I'm I'm trying to okay. be short, but remember everything gotcha. as it went. Damn, were because
2: Rancid headlined, right?
0: Rancid okay. was the headliner. The Damned were fantastic. They sounded... Um, the sound, it was on a terrible-sounding stage, um, but...
1: That's such a bummer. That's such um, a bummer of the song. It, it
0: felt like it was a little blown out. Um, but you know what? They still brought it. They were amazing to see live. I wish I would have got to see them the night before in that element, in like mm-hmm. that show, in a smaller venue. Would have been worth the entire trip right there. So, oh. but that's you know it's kind of like how it goes. So, and so, then so
2: what kind of set did they do? What did did they do? Did they do mainly old stuff or did they do a lot of stuff off the new album?
0: I felt like there was a, an even dosing of both. I felt like I I got a lot that I wanted. I heard a couple of the newer ones, um, but I felt like I definitely like. Definitely got a good um, dosage of old stuff as well. All the all the re- you know required material.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh,
0: and then um, I'm trying to think for that was that it day. for the
2: Sunday show? I think.
0: Yeah, for the Sunday show, and I'm trying to think. That was a okay. So the Sunday show that was I skipped out on the club shows <laughs> after that. Went back to the Griffin. Um there was a rad band playing in the back room. Uh shockingly good. I wish I would have got their name. Too many libations at that point kind of made it um <laughs> uh impossible. And then so got back to the golden nugget and there's a VIP bar. It's just called the VIP bar. I don't know why, but it's right next to the check-in. And it's kinda of like the center point of the entire, like where the pool and everything so it was a who's who of who was there um uh anthony mike and kim from channel three um ian from adolescence like a bunch of people were all having drinks and shooting the shit so it was cool to be that was the one thing i will say about the entire experience is you get this Community vibe. I mean, one, we're all the same age, it feels like. The, there was, you know, the color schemes of the weekend were um, black t-shirts, gray hair, and slightly overweight.
2: <laughs> That's about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's um, I see ghosts was... walking around behind you there. It's time for dinner. <laughs> She's like, come on, your dinner's getting cold.
0: Hey, that was <laughs> you're right. No, she wants me to go play with the dogs. The dogs are losing their minds right now. Um, so, uh, but yeah, that was the general like theme of it all. I would say, but the the over the the one big takeaway was you there was a, a sense of equality. It didn't yeah. matter who you were with. Like I, I was in an elevator with Alice Bag. I was in an elevator with the uh, bass player for Booze and Glory. Like. And it yeah. was just, everybody, there was no, like, I really didn't get, There was everybody was just so nice. And, and you're
1: submerged, man. You're submerged in the culture. because It's not like when you're at work and it's just all these freaking, you know, normal people into, like, Fleetwood Mac. There is there is a sense it, of community there, no question. Despite how big and corporate event it is, there's definitely a sense of community.
0: Yeah, and it was just like, oh, you know, there's so-and-so. I recognize him. And, and then you're watching, like, three other bandmates check in when the, the Thursday night band guys are checking out and cause they're going on to their tour. So it's like, yeah. it's just like you could just sit in the hotel lobby and meet a who's who yeah. of, of everybody. Yep. Um, and so that, that was really rad, especially for the label aspect. Cause I did go there with the purpose of promoting. So,
1: so you just carry out like hundreds of stickers and you are just like, uh, uh so multiple nights
0: I took big um I took a big stack of records. I was handing oh, out nice. records. Um I gave a shit ton of patches and stickers away hmm. and um you know, I had some hats and koozies and t shirts and nice. so it was a good hmm. opportunity to promote, but I gave it to people that were like minded who I thought would, you know, um
1: interest, just enjoy it,
0: appreciate it. So listen
1: to the record and wear the t shirt, sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and so to me, it was money well spent. Yeah, you know, <laughs> just so that was Sunday. And that
1: I'll tell you what. So it. let me uh, oh. let me let me let's let's get a fuel check here, Nell. So what do we got? Two songs left, right?
2: We have two songs of the six. Yeah. So unless we throw another one in, well, somewhere, why don't we play? Like, it, why, why don't we, we play
1: another left. one and then we'll go to Monday? I'm not going to rush it. I'm I'm you're more worried about time than we are, Jason. You know how it is. We're not we. You're, actually, your wife's more worried about time than we are. I think. <laughs> is the I but, uh, so let's let's throw another song. Which one you want to throw in there? Uh, let me look at my list. I'm sorry.
2: Well, uh, we haven't we haven't got to we haven't got to either one yet, really. Though. All right, you want to keep going? Keep,
1: keep
0: going.
2: I
1: don't care. Yeah,
2: the both. Yeah, the the both from Monday. Okay. So as soon as, soon as we hit one
0: from so the you Monday, you wake then we up Monday. You're
1: praying for death. Take it from there.
0: <laughs> oh, you know what? I skipped one from Saturday. Okay. Did we did, did we? did we play the Stiffs? We did, we did it. enough.
2: You, well, they played. They pl- the infamous Stiffs. Yeah, or I, we talking? I The infamous Stiffs were Monday.
0: Oh no! I thought I had it backwards. Oh, pardon me. Sorry, my brain's still <laughs> recovering. <laughs> that's, okay. Um, that's okay. At least yeah, that's so, what it says. That's so what that's, it says on their lineup. So that might be the perfect segue then. Then to. before we chewed in on Monday, because they were the first band I saw on Monday. So why don't we play the infamous stiffs?
2: Okay, do you know anything about them? Because I've never heard of them. I don't know anything about them.
0: Um, Well, you probably do. So um, Scotty Wilkinson, well, I'm pretty sure that's how you say his last name. He was the old singer for, one of the old singles for Verbal Abuse. He was in Hollywood Hate. He was in Electric Frankenstein. So this is his like new um, band, um, kind of SoCal punk rock roll, and um, I really dig them. They have, they've taken on more of like a DIY vibe, kind of, like, and, and just just you know not waiting around for anybody. I think they self released a CD, and I think put out a seven inch on their own as well, and they're just you know plugging away. I just really like. Um, they seem like really cool guys. I've seen them open up a couple times at Alex's. So I'm like, let's give them, a sh-, you know. And so I went to go support them, and they didn't disappoint. So
4: there we go. All right.
2: So let's listen to them. Let's. This is the infamous Stips with. Uh, I think the song was Get It Straight. from a stiffs with get it straight. So they were one of the first bands that... You, okay, so you didn't go to the pool party on Monday because Sloppy Seconds were the pool party, I believe, yes.
0: right? Yes. You know I, I I'm not... Um, I'm not tan enough to hang out at the pool.
1: <laughs>
4: yeah, you live am, live that was kind of, of the nice thing about in it. In it,
1: California, you should just be a pleasant light brown all the time, shouldn't you? No, I am fucking day glow. Like, okay. I am...
0: I am, I am <laughs> translucent, so I am... I am not the one to... Because... Um. Yeah, I I will I will turn into a tomato like instantly, and I'm kind of resonating still a little
1: bit. You do um, look a little red. I'll give you that. A little red. Yeah. <laughs> so
2: the the pool the pool parties might have been my favorite part of punk rock bowling. I absolutely adored yeah, them, even too. though I'm so I'm, I'm a pale English dude too. The worst thing about the pool parties was the cost of the drinks at the
1: bar. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, the best part was uh, Neil. Neil's an early riser, so he would like go down and get a couple chairs. I went
2: out and staked the chair side. This was just was the thing. half <laughs> the
1: bag at noon. I kept trying to go out. Well,
0: I take that back. I did go to one of the pools, but it was at the the nugget and I was hanging out with Was my, it full,
2: was it full of dead cockroaches or whatever? <laughs> no, but it was there was full a guy in a denim
0: vest
1: floating face down.
0: Dirty <laughs> greasy punks next to the shark tank though. It was it was I was there's so many people and it was just like you couldn't get a table. So, um, I actually met up with George from the neighborhood Rats and we went up to the upper tier and found a, a nice cool spot up there and just caught up. Um, yeah. hadn't seen him in a while. So, um, the, our, our bands used to play together a bunch back in the day. So he's an old friend of mine and, um, and especially like long beach local. So, um, yeah, so we did that. That was the most I got about uh, hanging out of the pool. And then, so, um, then I went to I think the infamous stiffs. Oh my god. I'm not gonna talk shit, but I'm gonna talk shit. So talk, away, the, talk away. There was one band. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't like it. But this band, <laughs> the Svetlanas. I
2: Oh I, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I'm a sucker for female fronted bands. But I, I just couldn't fucking do it. I, so I was
1: is, Isn't that uh, doesn't the uh, the old dwarf uh, bass player from the Dwarves? Doesn't he play bass for them? Don't care. They were awful. <laughs> I
0: just I, I and I I don't I don't
1: I, actually I, don't know their music. I mean, I know who they are, and I can picture them, but I never I don't know if I've ever heard them.
0: It just it was it was a lot of Russian. I don't know if it's this anti-Putin pro-Ukraine <laughs> kick I'm on. I, I don't. I don't know what it was but I just it was like you need to go watch Rocky a...
1: you need to go watch Rocky 4 man get your head right <laughs>
0: Right right <laughs> No I and you know I don't like to talk ill of like fans sure. especially when they're out there doing what they love I just wasn't a fan. Dude, I wasn't you're allowed, to,
1: you're allowed not to like a band. it's fine, like I said like like with like me, with the I Lights, it's just just not my thing, you know right I just it
0: was just I couldn't do it. I could not i you know what it, I think a lot of it was was the um anticipation of the bands that were coming after them, ah. so it was just like forty five minutes into their set. I couldn't handle any more of the screaming that's
1: too you much know? that's they shouldn't be playing that long anyway. Yeah, thirty-five it was, minutes tops. But, they might have played that, but it was still too
0: long. Might have been twenty-five, but it, it felt, felt like two hours. Yeah, felt like two, hours.
4: <laughs> yeah, it felt yeah, like two it, hours. It was to him, just yeah.
0: painfully long.
1: And she I was, was like watching. Yeah. It's like with the year we were there, a couple two years ago, we were there. there was like Streetlight Manifesto played, and like people loved it. <laughs> but I'm just like, oh, I can't get to this. The other one was Leftover Crack. I, uh, most of my friends really wanted to strangle me that I kind of wanted <laughs> <to watch> Leftover <laughs> Crack. So.
0: Yeah, so um, before I get into the really good stuff, the one notable on the main stage, they sounded like shit. Well, they sounded not the best, I'm sure, but there's a new kind of superstar group called Ultra Bomb, and it's got Jamie (laughs) Oliver in them, and uh, I, I followed him for a little while, but he was a little, I don't know, he's a drummer and a little pretentious, and he's English, so... Mm. and he's apparently really good looking to the ladies so oh. I think I'm all ready for that but um, well he
2: was the one that got kicked he was the one that got kicked out of the uk subs right
0: right so yep um so now he 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 teamed up with one of my like favorite bass players of all time and um he's it's basically it's it's greg from husker 2. yeah greg
1: norton
4: right
0: yeah A- and and they were surprisingly really good like i was they did a lot of Husker Dude covers they they must have done at least three
1: really Um, Hmm.
0: including New Day Rising because they
1: just played Reggie's in Chicago too and it would have been interesting because Barstool Preachers played with them
2: Funn- funnily enough, they they um the, the next night after that Ultra Bomb show in Chicago was the GBH show, and apparently he was walking around the crowd. Mm-hmm. I didn't see him, but I know a lot of people got their pictures taken. If that wouldn't Greg, have been that Mother's uh, Day that, weekend, I probably would have
1: come in for both those shows. You know, dang it, because our buddy yeah. Space Age Zero's opened that too. Yeah, but, right. uh, yeah. but anyway. I, I like okay. So the main guy, the guy who's singing and playing guitar, his name is Finney. I can't is it Finney McConnell? I can't remember. It's the most Irish name ever, but he sings in a he had a pretty good Irish. Like one of those Irish punk bands that Neil hates, but I love, they were called, I can't remember, I've seen them a couple times, Why can't I think of it. Anyway, it doesn't I'm matter.
2: I'm sure it's some ridiculously stupid Irish name when they're from Boston or something, right? No,
1: no, he's, he's, I think he's the real deal, but.
2: Was he? Hmm.
1: Maybe not. It wasn't Fastway, was it? <laughs> no. no, no it <laughs> nice, <Fastway>. nice one. <laughs> it's Boy, that really bums me up. Well out. played, again, sir. I can't, I just can't. I mean, I could picture it. his wife was in the band with him. She played the fiddle or something. She was very attractive. I remember that specifically, but um, I, I just can't. I can't remember. I'll, I'll think of it later. That's all right.
0: Huh? Yeah. Um, but they were they were the
1: Mahones. The Mahones. That's right. The Mahones. Mm-hmm. I knew it was some Pogue's. like some Pogue grip off thing. Yeah, of course it was. Yeah. Anyway.
2: Uh, I'm so, sorry. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were really
0: good, but at that point, I was like, all right, let's let's. Uh, you know, let's move on. Um, another band that I—they were a lot better than the Svetlanas. Fia, F E A. Not really. Yeah,
1: good. I I saw them open for Agent Orange a few years back, and I bought their CD actually. And yeah, I, I liked them much more live than I did on their album. But I can't I can't get into them either. It's like a it's like three <laughs> Latino girls or something. Or the main the main singer it's a girl a woman like a latina woman and yeah it's not for me
0: yeah it just it didn't it just i i think i just had so much going on um so after them was the chisel and i mean now you love these guys i can't i I love the chisel um i think the anything charles has done basically and he would be the long haired guitar player
1: is that um, the ch- so? Is that Chubby from Chubby in the Gang, or is
0: that Chubby Charles? He's the okay. lead singer for Chubby in the Gang.
1: Also, oh, uh, he's, so he's the singer for Chubby in the Gang, and he plays guitar for the Chisel. The Chisel, but he okay.
0: also—I think I'm not sure if he still plays, but I know he started a, the metal band is called Big Cheese, and he had involvement in that. And then mm. he's the old guitarist from the Straight Edge band, Violent Reaction, and they're on mm-hmm. Revelation. So. He's got a very big, you know, um, resume.
1: A big musical palette.
0: And basically everything he does, I think, is fucking brilliant. His guitar <laughs> work is is amazing. But the Chisel, uh, they went out and, and they just brought it. It was just... Inc- I, I've seen them several times now and um, when they came on tour uh, last year, I caught a couple of their shows. Um... And they'd just gotten bigger and better. And I don't think that the crowd was necessarily ready or knew what they were getting into. But by halfway through the set, they warmed up real quick. Um, it was amazing to watch the crowd really absorb it. Um, it. The pits kept getting bigger and bigger throughout the day. But they were like, you know, it, it, it got a little raucous. For them, and uh, I was stoked to see that because I think they got good things coming um, for them, if, especially if they keep on the trajectory that they are. Um, there's a fascinating big Oi American skinhead movement going on, or, or skinhead movement in as far as music, and um, you know with with what they're doing and uh, with some of the others, um, violent way and. Um, conservative military image, that kind of stuff.
1: Plus Um, the anti-heroes are playing again. That's the only skin you need to care care about.
0: Plus (laughs) the anti-heroes. I I know... I think there's a couple others that are worthy of mentioning. But, you know... um, Beltones are back playing around uh, a little bit more often than they have in the past. Um,
1: Oils playing again. And then, uh, there's a, there's a bunch so we of, have, we have, spoiler alert, oil, we have, oil interview, Neil from oil, future episode. Oh, yeah.
2: We have an interview with him coming up. Yeah. Yep. Radical. Excellent. 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 Fun band. All right. So the, ch- so after the chisel, uh, you had man agnostic front, right?
0: Yeah. So, uh, agnostic front brought it, um, this kind of ties into the punk rock museum. So I'll, I'll really quickly go through that. If you get the opportunity, you're in Vegas, it is worth the price of admission. Um, I'm not so gonna what, tell what, you. Is, what
1: is what is the price of admission? Is it like twenty bucks or is it like fifty bucks?
0: It's the, the general admission, I believe, was thirty dollars and then six dollars for fees. Everything in Vegas has got a fee attached. Oh,
4: that's so great.
0: it was thirty six for the general admission and then you can do a guided tour with a punk rock celebrity. And I strong <laughs> I I shit you not. It was fascinating <laughs> of, really? of who they get because I had searched out the week before and I really wanted because Roger Merritt was going to be one of the guests. Um, they've had Lou Kohler, CJ Ramon, um, Jake from the casualties. They, um, There's an extensive list and you can go and plan accordingly in advance of who you want to get a tour from. So it's really in that, in that, in that mindset, it's like wow. That makes it really one. You can meet one of your idols or whatever you want to call them, um, music, you know, stars, um, punk rock legends. Um, but it's typically it's a hundred bucks. It's and it's supposed to be
1: small. Well, See, that's rock- not very, that's not very punk rock, but. But it makes it real personal, right? Because it's not like it's not like they're having training sessions and teaching these guys how to do the tour. Essentially, you're getting this guy's stories while you look at this stuff, right? He so so I'm gonna just they have a they it. have a DVD, Neil. You have to watch, and you have to get like 14 credit hours before you can give tours. At the museum. So I
0: will say this: um, I I went kind of I knew that he was giving a tour. I didn't even think of it. I, I'm my my brain is mush at this point, but I had the afternoon to kill. So I wanted to go check it out before I was going to leave. And just coincidentally, I picked a gentleman because you can select the there's 20 minute time slots. And it just so happened that Roger was giving the tour as I walked in. So there is there's supposed to be six to eight people on the tour. And there was like a hundred of us huddled around him. So we're going room to room. And he didn't care. He didn't mind. And it, it was so. It made it so personable because, like, every room is kind of segmented and, and choreographed to a different part and time and, and era and, and category. And it was, what was really interesting is like it would how the different rooms like affected him and kind of personalized his story and how it made him do. So it was really fascinating. Um, if anybody gets the opportunity, strongly recommend it. Um, when he got to the New York hardcore scene, he they have a t-shirt that's got a picture of the original lineup. It's not even him singing. And he's like, that's me in the crowd. I'm not even the singer. He's all, this takes me back to you know, this. And, so, and he elaborated. And, um, I did take some footage of that, so I'll post that as well so they, they kind of get an inkling of what I'm talking about. Um, it's but it, if you're out there, it's worth the price of admission mission. Um, the ship that they got Lemmy's base, um, the jam room is fascinating. They got a mock up of like Pennywise's actual studio from rehearsal days. Um, and they've set it up so that all the touring bands that come through can actually play through that, but then they actually have a jam room <sighs> separated. And you I thought you meant
2: the jam. Damn it, man.
0: Uh, oh, no, no, no. Like an actual <laughs> oh, physical damn it. Um, playing,
2: yeah, like the jam. Or, We're going to be there.
0: They have one well, of uh, Paul Weller's skulls. No, you know what? <laughs> Shockingly, the English section was very under par for... Um, I'm hoping that they really... And you can tell it's a work in progress. There's a lot of room for expansion. Um, the odd thousands are covered... I don't need to know anything about something I lived ten years ago. Um, I, I'd really like to, you know, focus on the early stuff. So I'm hoping that more and more contributions are being made. But like, there's Lemmy's base and um, I, I just original like CBGB um, poster. Like the poster collection is fascinating. I, I, I tripped out just checking out and trying to absorb everything. Um, There's a tattoo parlor, a bar, um, kind of like a. the jam room is really cool because you can play Matt Freeman's bass. You know, if you know how to play, you can you can jam with anybody that's in there. And and so uh, it just makes it really kind of going back to that where everybody's inclusive um, in that sense. Or can
2: whereabouts is it? Is, it is, is is it in Old Town? Is it in Fremont on Fremont Street or whereabouts is it? It's
0: it's about a mile away from, from the Fremont experience. So it's not that okay. bad. Gotcha. Um you I don't suggest walking, but a quick cab ride or lift yep. and um but really, really uh well worth it. So um but getting back to Monday um since I already went through that, Ignostic Front was super awesome. Um, suicidal Tendencies did great. Um, I was shocked by the an- amount of kilts that were in the crowd.
1: Ah, yes. Like, oh, God. The average, it, it somebody,
0: the average age of somebody wearing a kilt was approximately 62. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I'm not disparaging the elderly, but. You know, it's like I, the Nobneys were in abundance. A lot of them
1: had art. Yeah,
2: not of a, a single a one was style to us too,
1: didn't they? <laughs> right. they skinheads. Yep. I'm probably they're not. Just, not by choice. They just uh, not by <laughs> choice. Yeah. So,
0: um, Hepcat was really great. I thought they. Um, I'm not a fan of them, but I thought they were you know, cool, good. L7.
2: Yeah, very authentic. Very authentic. Yeah. Hepcat.
0: Um L7.
1: <sighs> oh, you
4: didn't pretend
0: like
1: seven L- it- See, I love L seven, man, and I think they're phenomenal live. But I've only seen them like in an intimate setting. They were on a big stage. It sounded like it's the one that sounds like shit.
0: Um, it was hot. I think it really took it out. The makeup was just dripping, <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, pretend that we're dead, but we
1: kind of act like we already are. So. Oh, that's too bad because so- I really think they're one of the. <laughs> They're, I just think they're unequivocally of a, a great energetic live band as a rule, so oh, that's a bummer. But.
0: Yeah, I, it just something was really off. I don't know if they couldn't hear themselves and coming from that place where I've been in that position, like, if you can't hear yourself, like, it felt sure. like the bass was off, it felt like the q- guitars were ahead, the oh. drums were a little off-kilter, so something just wasn't sinking.
1: Do you think um, they were playing they, to tape like Motley Crue and they just uh, got them- <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh. well nearly vanilla
0: yeah newly new new revelations so yeah um suicidal tendencies i mean uh, to be expected everybody was wearing suicidal tendency shirts yep. um had the popped up hats so kind of the norm um ex- exploited were great so how
1: is how is so we were talking about like how Lee Ving doesn't seem to have much gas left in the tank. How is Waddy because he's supposed to play in Detroit in September. I've got tickets. Is he going to be alive in September? <laughs> I'm asking you. I need a guarantee from you that Waddy's going to be able to make that show. <laughs> that's a September. no.
0: no I, that's I, a no. I thought he. I thought he did pretty good. Um, I thought the band um, definitely like pulled the weight. Um, but I. I, I was. I was into
1: it for sure. His brother, the drummer, just quit after like forty years or something. Did you see that, Neil? Wooly?
2: No, I didn't. Didn't see that. No.
1: Yeah, the drummer. (laughs) I think it was. I I assume he meant it it was an actual brother, but I don't know if they just meant brother in the metaphorical terms. But yeah, they lost their drummer of like thirty-five years or forty years or something, just like months ago. So yeah, Hmm. yeah,
0: and, and it's it's funny too because like I know you guys were just uh ripping on the metal stuff not too long ago and um like that would that, be me <laughs> i know but when that beat the bastards album came out like it was so fresh for me at the time so like that one kind of like i'm like oh you know definitely yeah, that's pretty much home. straight
1: up pretty much straight up speed metal at that point
0: yeah and but i it was just one of those albums that just like sunk you know at the time so sure. um and then at that point, that's when I just, I I was like, you know what? I've seen the drop kicks
1: before. So are we getting towards dark? Now we're finally getting towards dark, right? I mean, oh yeah, it's, did the exploit play a dark or no? What's that?
2: They headlined the mo- they headlined the side Oh, they, 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 were okay. the
1: he- they were the they yeah. were the headline. Yeah. yeah,
0: And then, um, and then after that, I, um, I had tickets to go see, um, the Belltones and the Chisel and the Drowns. Um, I'm sorry to say, like, at that point, like, things had started to catch up with me, <laughs> but I heard that it was pretty damn awesome. Um, I, I ended up going and seeing the, well, I went, got food, and had some other interactions, and then was able to get in to go see TSOL, and I got through probably three or four songs and then they abruptly i for whatever reason they didn't even play code blue um so for whatever reason i think um they were saying dehydration but um, jack couldn't finish the show so yeah, he
1: posted something on social media today and he was having a health issue but he's okay He you know he used the classic uh you know Tales of my death have been greatly exaggerated, and uh, so I guess, I guess he's doing okay. So, yeah, hopefully he'll be all right. They're supposed to tour with the Circle Jerks later in the year, too. So
0: Yeah, um, and, I mean, they played just not too long ago, and they were another one. I mean, he just brings it every time.
1: No, he's good. So, he's real good. Stomping around and the stage in his size 14 loafers in his oversized <laughs> suit with a skull and crossbone lapels well
0: better than running into him crossing the street at huntington beach main street and him with a surfboard in one hand and wearing a speedo you know, it's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know it's, we're gonna, i think it was might have been leopard print too it was like super oh out dear. of feeling. um but you're at like a red <laughs> traffic light and you're like oh there's jack awesome
1: so So uh,
4: that that was
1: (laughs) musically that was the end of your weekend was tsol leaving the stage early
0: yeah and um so and at that point i was like i was determined because i had already started to work on sobering up i went and got two hours of sleep and then drove back
1: so oh jeez i don't know how you kept your eyes open that's the worst part for me is driving when i'm super tired so okay so had you been before or was this your first one
0: I went in 2017 actually and that was uh I went out there for a bachelor party and um it was amazing. I had a good time and I was just like I kept wanting to redo it. I know there's a lot of naysayers for it for the I just knew that if I was going to do it again I would have done it, you know, I would have paid the extra to do the VIP because all All in all, it was worth it. Were there hiccups? Yes. The entire... Because I think this is the first time that they went without the big promotion group. I think this is the first year that Stearns had kind of done it on their own.
1: Oh, is that what... uh, See, I, 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 I
0: I kept hearing that there was, like, Live Nation had involvement before. And I think this is their first year separated from them uh, that could and that and, and i think that explains why the venue change and all that took place um at least that was the rumor was because it wasn't live nation they weren't going to give the space that they were using which
1: was you know really convenient and everybody yeah. was you know so um, well i do that was my concern was they seemed to when we were there now uh, when we were there two years ago they really seem to have it down to a science. I mean, I didn't remember any of those yeah, kind did. of hiccups. Neil, do you remember anything like that?
2: <laughs> no, and it did seem like from the photographs I saw, it seemed like the gap, like there was a much bigger pit between the where the audience was and the stage was this time. It seemed like a huge gap mm. between the stage and the crowd. Was it wasn't last uh, when we went? Well, it's just oh, it's a yeah. bummer I when mean, you got
1: something work. when you seem something seems to be running well, and then all of a sudden it's not. You know what I mean? It's like it's like taking a step backwards. So hopefully. Yeah. Uh, Whatever it is, they can straighten it out for next year. Because I mean, it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable to not have good sound on the main stage. I mean, that's a deal breaker right there. That has to be addressed.
0: I I mean, I I just don't.
1: You know what? And these are like,
0: I I wasn't the only one complaining about it. So it's like, who's going to break it to the sound guy? Hey, can you make it sound better? Because I contemplated actually walking down and addressing him and i'm not even <laughs> shitting you. i was like i was i, I went I, there was somebody to the right of me i'm like is it just me or does it sound weird and muffled and, <laughs> and and they're like oh no it sounded like that you know the whole weekend i was like god i have it in my right mind to just go down and
1: hey can you make it sound good that's why you like, have to go to those tiny punk shows right you know, remember we went to that show and the guitar wasn't loud enough we're just started kept yelling until the guy heard us and turned his guitar up <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I will say this, you know what? I and I want to do a, a big shout out all the people that worked that fucking festival, uh the beer lines and concessions, like even the people at the ticket line, I mean every the security everybody was so fucking nice and they you could tell that they were going out of their way to make sure that I don't know if they had gotten critiques or heartache from beer lines and everything else but even still regardless when I this one girl pouring beer on a uh, on a sidebar never once had an umbrella or any kind of hat or shade and I, I just empathized for because she was out there for like five and a half hours straight and I went up and got a second beer from her like you know five hours into it and she still smiled still you know
1: so whatever they're paying it, it's obviously <laughs> she
2: couldn't move her face by that time
4: it <laughs> was fro- uh, he was burned onto my face. Cheap
1: punks left her a buck or two every drink.
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, right. I, you know what? I I think I think for the most part everybody left pretty happy. Um, like the experience overall, I would totally do it again. I'm definitely gonna you know splurge for the VIP. I hope you guys are there next year so that we can go have that drink. Otherwise, I'll probably have to fly out just for a weekender and
1: bring the Slaughter Boys with me or something. There, uh, you, go. But,
2: there you go. Yeah,
1: but uh. Well, I think he, he, I, it, it hurt me not to be able to go this year it, it actually helped a little bit when i saw so many people complaining so i'm like oh yeah <laughs> we missed we dodged a bullet you know
3: um, but
0: it wasn't it, but it wasn't like that at the same time too like i understand the complaints but when you're in the thick of it you're like eh you know it's like to be yeah. expected that shit happened yeah we, so you kind of like rationalize it a little sure. bit. but Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, apparently um,
1: you you rationalize it. Most people just go online and start straight up bitching. Thoughts like
0: <laughs> well, I think once, uh, and I think, uh, and you'll see it in the progression, I'm going to try and start uploading some of those videos tonight and tomorrow. Um, they're usually about a minute. Some are a little bit longer. Like the chisel is like a five-minute set. I think mm. sloppy seconds is like five-minute set but you'll kind of see the little points of what I'm talking about, where sound comes into play or the crowd comes into play. So hopefully that'll make a little bit more sense, you know, to people that no, that's great. do check it that's out.
1: So, yeah. well, and, hey, should
2: we, should, should we play, should we play the last song, which is a chisel song? And, uh,
1: sure. Let's play that chisel song. We'll come back, say our goodbyes and yeah. go to bed.
0: And, and so this t- is, nice, uh, this, t- this is, sorry, nice and timely. The, uh, the title's called enough said so it's a good
1: you
2: know outro. Ah, there you go there you go yeah okay so yeah the chisel um yeah one of Chase's favorites with uh enough said <laughs> was the chisel with enough said. Is that off the that, that last album they did?
0: Uh, it was well. I have. It's funny because I have one of y'all's favorites. It's a seven-inch flexi, but it's ah. it, but it's not like. Uh, it actually has. It like, comes with the sleeve, but it's got the um, the Weetabix boys are on the cover. Yeah, oh, sure. So, uh, are the Weetabix skins. Um, I yeah. don't know if the people are. Familiar, but their skinhead. 70s. Anyone, anyone
2: from England will be. Anyone from England will be for sure.
0: But um, and it's kind of like the cover, and it, it was a, a five hundred run exclusive that they did, and then I think they came out on. I don't believe it's on Retaliation, um, their the latest album, but I'm just verifying. Yeah, I don't remember it being on there. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a one off. Um, single release but uh great track and um killed it live wise so
1: um yeah well listen listen man we i really do appreciate being our correspondent because i gave you like 24 hours notice i literally just reached out to jason yesterday and said hey man you want to do a pug rock bowling recap and he said sure so i really put him (laughs) on the spot so i your your brain wasn't Terribly soft. I mean, you had your moments of softness, but it was, but it was good. But no, <laughs> I appreciate you giving us a recap. This is be something we have to do a little more often because, you know, we're over here in the Midwest and we try to go to as much stuff as we can. But you know, there's a lot of stuff going on yeah, in the you, world that you, we can't get to. So I'd love. Yeah, to. And
0: you've
2: got stuff. Hap- you've got stuff happening every weekend. It's well, yeah. like, so, you, you know.
0: Is, you know, I, I, and the other thing too is I know I already mentioned um, the Hiawatha about Bailey and uh, Black Dahlia, but when you covered. Obviously you covered um Mark from TKO a couple times now and I remember um, I told you he would be a good interview. Um it was great. I uh, I think he's just got a, a you know a lot to say and a lot to offer and um Some, so you know, sometimes like-
1: you you start talking to somebody and and Mike from Channel 3 had this vibe too where it's just like it's almost like your old friends. It's like it's it's just the conversation is so easy, you know what I mean? So natural. Yeah,
2: natural, very yeah. natural. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, so as opposed to other people, of, where it's like just you gotta jerk every word out of them, you know, right?
0: <laughs> and uh, gotta I, beat it yeah, out of them. listed here, uh, you know the the Mick Blatter, the Mike McGran, um, even Bones um, from Lower Class. Bones
2: Bones was great. Yeah, I, I Bones I was thought great. That
0: was just a fascinating listen, and you know I don't miss an episode. Uh, kind of a, it helps my mornings go by fast when I'm at work so um, <laughs> yeah it takes I, up
1: your whole morning the way some of these
0: this one yeah, will for man. sure but uh, yeah no keep doing what you're doing i'm like i there's so many people that i'd love to put you in contact with and i'm still working on jack for you he just released a new book
1: um, i have a copy of it i got a copy of it i haven't started reading it yet it's got a custom toe tag yeah. marker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right
4: there
1: you go hey and he's got a brand new movie coming out
0: um i want to definitely pitch that for him um ignore heroes and that's um, about tsol right it's about tsol but it's there's a there's a spin on it i mm. saw the preview um it's definitely an independent film but it's amazing hey like i we did a swap meet a couple months back and he was really excited, and he's like, "Hey, you want to, you need to check this out. I want you to see this." And so he showed me on his phone, like the four minute, um, um teaser for it. And I, I was like, "Wow, this is fantastically filmed and curated, and and the um, choreograph or not choreograph the cinematography. Uh, well, the cinematography is fascinating, but the music as well is just." Mm. Really, um, so look out for
4: that. Well,
1: uh, I've said said this before. I've told this story before, but Jack is actually the only person who has flat out said no to us to come on. But he was (laughs) so polite about it. And so apologetic. And he said something like, you know, I am just I just don't want to talk about myself anymore. I'm just sick of talking about myself. But I, on the back, in the back of my mind, I'm going, eh, that's not true. Because at some point, he'll have a project that's personal to him, that means enough to him, that he'll come on. I'm like, that film is it. I kind of thought the film he's, would be he's, it he's, he's really pushing he, it hard. I'm like, he's going to want to, he's going to be willing to promote that when the time goes.
0: I I will try and get a hold of him and, and uh,
1: sweeten, like lube it
0: up a little bit. And
1: there you go. Better uh, than going <laughs> in dry, be- buddy. Better than going in dry. <laughs> right. Um, so, hey, yeah, hey, so I think Tom.
0: he would be a good to- one. And-
1: yes, Neil.
2: Just to get back to uh, your boy Finney McConnell from the Mahomes. Oh,
1: boy. See, this is what we do. Jason. Actually- we double back. That's why we're here for <laughs> three hours.
2: He's actually Canadian.
1: Canadian, Irish, whatever. <laughs> yep. That's ah, kind of, of a big difference area. there,
2: mate. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway, go on. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just thought you'd like that nugget. <laughs> you
1: know what? That's right. right. We're, wrap, we're wrapping it up here. Go check hey out guys, re- Go check let's out do re- this.
4: Yep. Let's do
0: this again. Uh, more uh, yeah. SoCal correspondence because we, we keep sending people out your way, but there's always new stuff going on here. So. That's
1: true. That's true. And like I said, I appreciate you coming on last minute. We were all watching this thing online, and I thought it'd be interesting to get a firsthand... Perspective of the of how everything went, yeah, for sure. out, So for sure. Yeah. I'm glad that, that was also awesome, thanks. You went T- the thanks, year Jason. Where they're like doing the growing pains, we'll go next year and hopefully everything will be just smooth, smooth sailing, well lubed, <laughs> as you like to say. <laughs>
3: <laughs> for sure,
0: for sure. Hey, so once again, it's a uh, garage rock records dot um, I have tons of new stuff all the time, including, I mean, label stuff, but punk, indie, rock. Post-bunk, um, hardcore. Um, I don't have necessarily a brick and mortar, so I try and keep my prices reasonable. If you use the code word PTID at checkout, you get 10% off your entire order. Um, you spend a lot of money. I probably just upgrade your shipping automatically. Um, support the independents. If
1: you, buy, uh, if if you, you place play- a really big order, he'll buy you a beer at next year's punk Rock Bowling.
0: Right, buy love, a VIP ticket. I'd love, I'd love to see everybody. No, that's why I have three day jobs. So um, <laughs> there you go, there you go. <laughs> the label's not cutting that. So, um, but yeah, it's uh, it's been fun, and thanks for having
1: me on again.
4: Yeah, man, and thanks uh, for
1: coming on. It's great, great talking to you again. So everybody, really, look, look, yeah. really appreciate Cheers. it. So you guys have a
2: and thanks morning. for all your support. Leave, oh, absolutely. Thanks for all your support. Leave mate. a little leaving yeah. in your heart, Neil. Yeah, indeed, indeed, poor old grandpa. Okay. <laughs>
1: stay free everybody let's play later.
2: good night
3: okay that brings us to the end of another show hope you enjoyed it remember keep a little mark in your heart and we'll be back the same mark time same mark channel that's it man game over man it's game over ah ha, ha. if i get the feeling you've been cheated good night what a fucking rock